Hi, welcome to Pineapple Reels. I'm your host, Nia, and on today's episode, I'll be covering Mortal Kombat, which came out in 2021 by director Simon McCoy. Stay tuned. The plot synopsis is as follows. MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. Alrighty, folks, that is a sound of a spoiler alert. If you have not seen Mortal Kombat and you do not want me to spoil it for you, go ahead and pause this podcast, watch the film, and come back when you're done. Finally, a nostalgic movie that shows up and shows out. Fans have been waiting for what seems like an eternity to see their favorite childhood game characters back on the silver screen. In this installment, we follow Cole Young, a MMA fighter who slowly starts to realize his special birthmark is actually his birthright, carried down for generations. Will he be able to live up to the legacy of his ancestor in order to win the battle for the universe? Stay tuned as I break down the film. As a longtime player, Mortal Kombat was and is one of my favorite video games to play. I'm not a huge gamer by any means, but there's something about having a battle against your siblings where the loser has to do the dishes, best two out of three, that, you know, kind of gets me. I've been excited for this film since I heard whispers in the years prior about a possible reboot or continuation. The last Mortal Kombat live-action film series we got was a straight-to-DVD adaptation, and it was more of a TV show, and it came out uh, like 2011 or 2013, and fans went crazy for it. We asked, begged, and demanded for more. And after years, we finally have it. So the question is, how does it measure up to its predecessors? In my opinion, I got what it came for. Amazing fight scenes and ultra HD plus video game-like fatalities. Mortal Kombat was badass. And that opening scene was perfection. It was such a great way to start the film with two of the most well-known players of the game. Are there things I didn't like? Yes, like one or two things, but nothing that would make me write off future sequels. I saw some less-than-kind reviews for this film, and either the critic is being snobby or they expected something more from the film. And I guess they wanted more of a plot that, I mean, I, I think the plot was fine as it is, but... It's not a difficult story, and it's not supposed to be a difficult story. It's pretty simple. All opponents are fighting to the death of Mortal Kombat. It's, it's, just, it's just very easy to, it's just that easy to comprehend. The fact that the creators of the film made sure to incorporate moves straight from the video game just added to the wow factor for me. From a few reviews and people I spoke to, they were expecting to see the final showdown. But in retrospect, we had to meet all the champions first, right? Get a bit of character development paired with seeing their abilities at work. And when we get that in this first film, you know, um, it's one out of three potentially uh, movies we're going to get out of the series. I think they did a good job at introducing the characters and they're doing it a few at a time on purpose if they gave us 15 characters or 20 characters all of it all at once we wouldn't have had time to even get a little bit of backstory or understand how they came to be here in in this place at this time so let's review some of the cons and pros of mortal kombat my cons are pretty small as i genuinely enjoy this film after the first viewing and I've seen it now four times. 
Um, the acting is, it's not the best. And that's not from everybody. It's just in general, the acting's not the best. There were some, like Makai Brooks, in my opinion, who he's an amazing actor. So I'm not surprised that he did well in this role. I haven't actually seen him in a role I didn't like or that I didn't think that he did a good job in. And um, Joss Lawson who, uh, Lawson, who plays Kano, I think he was spot on as well, too. So those are two great performances from Macaw Brooks and Josh Lawson that they um, they had a great performances with a dash of comedic relief. And also Lord Raiden, um, I think he did a good job as well, too. And it's also marks the first time that we get an Asian actor playing Lord Raiden because the last two that we had seen, well, the first two movies in Mortal Kombat, they were played by two white guys, which I always thought was kind of weird out of place. But, you know, that's how Hollywood was doing things. Now, regarding the fight scenes, I like them. Overall, um, the, I thought the editing was a bit wonky and there were a lot of cuts, like jump cuts. And a continuous shot would have worked much better and it would have added to the intensity of the fight scenes. If you get to be in this fight scene for three full continuous minutes and it's not cut all over the place, you have it, it, it builds the scene and it, it intensifies it a bit more. Um, bringing down a couple of the characters, Sonia, in my opinion, she is so much better in this film compared to the very first two um like I feel like the character in the first two films and obviously they're staying true to like what it, what she looks like in the video game she kind of looks like a, a blonde bimbo that's just like the way to to shorten it in the first two I feel like in this in this film she definitely in my opinion looks a bit better um I liked that her out I liked her outfit she was wearing pra- her attire was practical and could aid her in fighting it wasn't just like for a for a look you know which I do I I, I do like that more um, but yeah, continue on. They gave her character, you know, more to work with, work, work with. And I did like that she wasn't just eye candy. And I also believed her fighting abilities, you know, Liu Kang, I'm pretty sure that we were all fans of him, um, you know, from the video games and the movies prior. And for me, he didn't disappoint. Even the first scene that we see him in where he's walking in the sunsets behind him, it definitely just teleported me back to that first movie with that original Liu Kang. And I was like, oh, wow. It's like they just you know, try, like, try to match it shot for shot. Um, and with Jax, he looks like he's plucked straight from the game, though the origin story of how he got his bionic arms was changed for this film adaptation. And Kung Lao, his costume was damn near perfection. Um, and his fatality against Nitra was taken straight out of the video game. It reminds, it reminds the viewers that, you know, these battles are serious. And moving on with the fight scenes, uh, the OGs, Sub-Zero and Scorpion. The opening scene, like I said earlier, it was perfection paired with historical accuracy. Um, everything about it just hit every mark. I love that it was, uh, the when they spoke, they spoke in Chinese and Japanese respectfully, paired with subtitles. The first 10 minutes really felt more like a short film and not just a scene. I, I really got lost in it for a moment until I you know, saw Sub-Zero and I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm watching Mortal Kombat. Um, the, the fight was tight and close. I, um, when they were fighting, it was true close hand-in-hand combat. And I, I, and they ne- I never broke eye contact because I didn't want to miss anything. It makes sense that Sub-Zero won, especially with the powers that he has, though he didn't use them a lot in this fight in particular. 
um i think it was just good all overall even the the scenery i just it looked so beautiful um my favorite fatality came from uh kung lao when he defeated nitra and at the end he (laughs) swiped his hat and said flawless victory um and again regarding the fight scenes i wish they were a bit longer and didn't have so many jump cuts it I feel like when you put so many jump cuts in there, it takes away from this, um, tra- like teleporting me into like I'm standing there in this world and I, I'm starting to realize, you know, I'm not standing there with these people. I'm actually in the comfort of my own home. And, you know, with certain films, I don't want that feeling. I just want to feel, I want to get lost in this movie and just really just forget where I'm at in that, in that moment. Um, Sonia, in my opinion, she received her ability after killing Kano way too quickly. Um, she received her abilities seemingly instantly along with mastering how to use them. And it just, I didn't like it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm picking at it cause I, it just really was like, okay, so everybody else had to kind of like practice a bit or learn how to figure it out. But you just, you just got it. You're just, you know, turned, t- tuned in. Um, but the final scene with, Cole and Scorpion versus Sub-Zero, uh, it was a great way to end the film, in my opinion. Scorpion takes off his mask to unleash Hellfire, and Sub-Zero actually freezes the blood of Scorpion and uses it like a knife and stabs him with it. It's a move straight from the game. Again, I love that they are incorporating some of these video game moves and looks and phrases into the film to really get the people who love this game, whether you played it once or twice when you were a kid or if you're a diehard fan, you play all the time. I like that they incorporated a lot of those gaming aspects into this, both old and new. Um, I think that the, a, another area where they went wrong in this movie is that they're, they were adding things that didn't need to be added or it's not they're not in the game itself. And this this is a very, in my opinion, it's a simple game to transfer to a movie because it's really just about these people kicking ass in the name of oh the legend says this legend says that so it's not that hard of a story to follow but like again going back to what critics were saying i don't know what they were expecting this isn't like mission impossible where it has to be or like a like the born series where it has to be so multi-layered and all these plot twists it's it's not that deep it's just a movie about, it's a movie about people kicking ass and name of legacy and i'm all here for it so bring me this the second one bring me the third i want all of it if it's a trilogy i'm here for it if there's multiple movies i'm here for it too i'm excited to see what characters that they um bring for the sequels um i think cyrax is probably gonna have to make an appearance um he was created to track down sub-zero so i wonder if and when they're gonna bring him on um baraka also johnny cage which i'm pretty sure we're gonna see in the next film they submit they were hinting at it and i read a report that um there's already someone in the talks about it or there's a guy that's been campaigning to be this character i think it's more of a conversation which if if he does become become him i think it'd be really awesome i think it's a it's a good fit um if you uh want to see more mortal kombat content i suggest watching mortal kombat rebirth which came out in 2010 it's just short it's like eight minutes or so and then also mortal kombat legacy which came out in 2011 they both have uh, michael j white in them um 
And those were just straight-to-DVD productions, but they are amazing quality. They're good acting. These fight scenes are amazing. I'm surprised it didn't get more popular than it was, and the movie came out closer around that time. You know, even the fans are campaigning, like, you know, what, almost at, about 10, 10 years ago. Now they're campaigning, campaigning at that time to make it an actual feature film. It just didn't happen. I would give Mortal Kombat an 8 or 9 out of 10. I'm giving it a point or two off due to the acting and adding of characters that weren't really needed or didn't add much to the story at this time. Like for me, I didn't need Cole Young's wife or daughter. No offense to them, awesome if they're in it, but it didn't, in my opinion, add or take away from anything. It more so, I feel like they were just there so that that last scene, Scorpion could kind of... um, familiarize himself like I was just in your position I was in your position too of you know I had a wife and I had a kid and this guy tried to take them away from them or he did take them away from me that's really the only connection I could get um but other than that just, eh, I didn't really need it it's time for the INDB trivia so the first one is Hanzo, aka Scorpion, uses a kunai weapon in his garden. The kunai was originally used by Japanese peasants as a multi-purpose gardening tool, which we actually get to see in the first scene used by Hanzo's wife while she is gardening. Director Simon McCoy had asked Joe Taslam, who plays Sub-Zero, to slow down a bit during fight scenes as he was moving too fast for the camera. This marks the first time Raiden is played by an Asian actor. Initially, the film was rated NC-17, which, if you did not know, is it's really hard to get those films uh, to have high numbers to be viewed by the masses. So it was rated that due to graphic violence. So McCoy hired an additional editor to cut down several gory and brutal fighting scenes to achieve a commercially desired R rating. And I'm pretty sure whenever this movie is put on DVD, they're going to add those bonus scenes. The Red Band trailer has clocked 116 million views in its first week, becoming the biggest Red Band trailer of all time. Best in the four-day mark of Logan, which came out in 2017, and Deadpool 2, which came out in 2018. Unsurprisingly, most of the characters from this film are pulled from various games. Goro... Kano, Lucane, Raiden, Reptile, Scorpion, um, Shang Sun, Sonya, and Sub-Zero all debuted in Mortal Kombat in 1992. Jax, Kung Lao, and Melania first appeared in Mortal Kombat 2 in 1993. Cabal came out in the third Mortal Kombat um, in 1995. Raikou in 97 with Mortal Kombat 4. And Nitra and Deadly Alliance in 2002. Scorpion, or Hanzo, as we also know him, his family was uh, the driving force for his story. Since the first game, their names, Hanubi and Satoshi, were not revealed until Mortal Kombat Armageddon in 2006. Before Jax and Sub-Zero fight, a wall can be seen with down arrow, right arrow, LP spray painted on it. That is a video game commercial for Sub-Zero's ice freeze move in the Mortal Kombat games. Louis Tan performed all his fights for his role of Cole Young. At 58, Hiroyuki Sanada is the oldest actor to play Scorpion.
thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Papa Reels. If you have any comments or suggestions, you can DM me on Instagram at Pineapple Reels or email me pineapplereels at gmail.com. And next time I'll be covering Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. Stay tuned. <laughs>